Hey, hey, welcome back, podcast listening people. I'm Barry, lover of podcasts. A few weeks ago, I asked anyone listening to send me podcasts they wanted to talk about on this podcast, and this one was sent in. It's called Window Seat. The friend sent in and just said, it's a local DMV podcast, and one of the hosts is a friend of mine. The description of Window Seat is the Adams Morgan Youth Leadership Academy highlights the successes of premier business and community leaders in order to bridge the gap of awareness and access to promote upward mobility. By interviewing leaders within our community, we aspire to inspire future generations with limited access to greater opportunities. So it sounds like a great podcast. I'm going to check it out. I'll probably say something about it on the next podcast, and hopefully you do too. I'll link that in the episode notes. I love podcast merch that says podcast on it, so that's why I made some. Make sure you check out the merch store, and remember, that does go supporting the Podcast and Color platform, so I will highlight your podcast or the podcast of your choice the next month, so just let me know um, with an email after you purchase, like with a screenshot of your receipt and the podcast that you would like highlighted, because I don't see enough information to kind of reconcile it. It becomes complicated, so if you do buy merch, I do appreciate it. I love it. Love seeing those... um, Um, notification saying someone got a shirt and I will link the merch store in the episode notes like I do everything else so really easy to find and that's in your podcast app or even on podcastandcolor.com under pods and color pod you can also donate to podcast and color the platform by using stripe through squarespace so that's through the website or paypal and I'll link all of those so that you can do that I appreciate all donations this is very labor intensive so as I'm doing all these things and just spending hours updating I appreciate the donations and other things people give um, for the time that I am giving for this project Thank you for using the Pods and Color hashtag to share your podcast and pod in when you're showing your listening in your Instagram stories. Something fun that I look at when my day is rounding down. As you might know, there are two hashtags for the Podcast and Color platform. And the first one is Pods and Color. And that is a catch-all for podcasts posting new and old. Maybe you're doing a thread of your favorite podcast or you're on Instagram sharing a screenshot of the podcast that you love or you're subscribed to. That's going to all be under Pods and Color. And if you're listening to a podcast, the read dropped on Thursday or, you know, on Monday when Illogical Perspectives drops, I think that's when they drop. (laughs) I never listen to most things when they drop. But like when a day of podcast drops and you're listening, you're pressing play, or, you know, you just got done listening, that's when you would use pot in so thanks for using my hashtags on twitter instagram facebook um instagram is really taking off with the hashtag things so i almost like that's the easiest place to look at them outside of twitter I'll be in New York this week for the Spotify happy hour being given for their women of color podcasting program I can't wait to meet the ladies that were chosen for the program and talk with other podcast people. I have no meetup planned. I should have, you know, I don't know why I do this at the last minute, but I'm thinking I have time for happy hour on Thursday. So if you are in New York and you're in Brooklyn or Harlem, I haven't been to the Bronx. So I don't know that that's going to happen this trip, but if you're in either one of those places, you're open to happy hour on Thursday, hit me up with a place. I'll commit to the first person and you know, we can kick it for an hour or two and drink and talk podcasts. And I am down for that. So again, if you're in New York, you're in Brooklyn, Harlem, you know, in the city, you have some time Thursday on happy hour and you're like, Hey, I'd like to have happy hour, Barry. Let me know. I'd like to have happy hour with you. And if other people hit me up after that, I'll just let them know where we're having happy hour at so they can join. And I'll 
put it on my social platforms too. So if someone hits me up, I'll do that. I'll be at Podcast Movement in a few weeks talking about audiograms, and I hope to see you there. I'll put a link to that in the episode notes. As I said, I'm currently cleaning out the directory and adding new podcasts to it. So if you need to submit an update to your links or your description, there's an update form, and I'll link that, of course. And then if you know a friend or if you need to submit your podcast, there will be a link for that in the episode notes so you can get right to it. And by links, I mean maybe you submit it and you only had your SoundCloud link, but now you have your iTunes link or Google Podcasts or Spotify or, you know, other links. I'll do up to three links for your podcast. So if you want to add links or change links, uh, the update form will be in the episode notes and you can fill that out at any time. Once I'm done adding and things, I won't be doing this again for a few months. So, you know, keep that in the back of your mind that I'm hoping this this will be done probably in about two to three weeks, if not shorter. So I'm working on it every day, as many hours as I can contribute to it. So get those updates in if you're thinking about it. I don't want you hitting me up at like end of July, like, hey, Barry, I just noticed I wanted to update my links. When are you doing it next? Because it'll probably be like December and I'll feel bad for you. And maybe if you donate, I'll do it whenever you'd like. (laughs) My next episode, I'll have a best of 2018 form up since we're about halfway through the year. I'll leave it up for a week. So start thinking about podcasts. You want to make the end of the year list. Um, You know, that's for funny podcasts, political podcasts, friendly podcasts. I might do some things by state or give the option to submit that and, you know, think about what I want to do with that with the end of the year. So keep that on top of mind. And this year I'm thinking about doing a top episode list, like maybe a top 50 episodes of 2018. So start noting all the episodes that you've listened to so far in 2018 that you think are top notch and should be talked about in December so that people can check out that podcast. I don't do a listener section for this podcast or like a listener questions, but I feel like I'm open to that. So if you do have any questions you would like me to answer, feel free to email me with um, pods and color pod in the subject line. So I'll be able to just search it and pull that up. So pods and color pod question may be in the subject line, but at least pods and color pod. Um, and my email is podcastincolor at gmail.com. If you have any questions that you'd like me to answer on this podcast, I'll give you that option. I don't know if I've given that option. My leak is back. You know, I'm a lover of my tattoo. And one thing about her episode this week, it was with Claire Summers. And she talked about her Instagram account being taken down for Fashion Bomb Daily. And I'll include a clip of an audiogram that I put on Instagram. Your Instagram was, your business Instagram was shut down recently. Sure was. Yeah, it's been down over a month, Wow, sadly. And um, the culprit is, you know, we have a lot of interns and independent contractors who, um, you know, don't properly source pictures. And it's one of those things where if you're in the Tumblr land or the blog land, you think posting a picture you see on uh, Google Images is okay. Right. Um, People do it all day. They like, let me write some deep quote. I got this picture from Google. I'm going to repost it. What's the big deal? Um, that's what we thought, but it is a big deal. And so we, we, we posted photos, not knowing that they were, they belonged to this company and, you know, the company made all these reports. And so now we're just asking the company, like, can we pay for the photos? And they're, they're dragging their feet. 
And so that one minute just kind of gives you a little bit of a dose of what's in the episode, but it's really good to listen to anyone who is using social media to increase their marketing plans because it's just saying that at any time that social media platform could take you down for different things and are you protecting yourself? When you have a smaller platform, you're not necessarily thinking about all the things you repost because they're viral or it seems like the picture is everywhere. But as you grow to be a bigger platform that you might be hoping to be, it's something to think about so that you're not growing to a space and then posting the wrong thing and getting taken down because who wants that? This week, I have Dr. Joy of Therapy for Black Girls as my guest, and I hope you enjoy our talk. Thank you for joining me, Joy. Um, Absolutely. I'm Podcast and Color, the podcast. Um, To start off, because you know I like to start off with social media, where can you Mm -hmm. be found around the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Therapy4, the number four B-Girls, and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at therapy for black girls Okay. And you have on Facebook a community, right? Yes, I have a group called the Thrive Tribe on Facebook. I feel like I see that number, like I'm on Facebook, but I don't interact a lot. I'm like, wow. Uh-huh. Like seeing your group reminds me of... Um, when I found like my leak on Facebook, cause I knew about uh-huh. her on like Twitter and Instagram and I just like, and she mentioned podcast and color on Facebook one time. And I was like, what is all of this? Who are all of these people? <laughs> like, these you know, people? like that one button just makes like people go wild. I'm like, I couldn't imagine right. what it's like, you know, for me to have somewhat of a Twitter following, but I couldn't imagine being like that on all of the social platforms. Like no matter where I post, it's going to be mm-hmm. like, you know, something big and like, you know, right. everybody running to it. I don't know. It's a little scary for me, but not everybody. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Facebook is definitely my most engaged community. Um, So in the Thrive Tribe, there are over 13,000 members, I think, at this point. That is big. And I see, I mean, like, I mean, you have therapy for black girls, which is pretty huge, at least to me. And what I noticed, but like even searching on Twitter, I'll see people mentioning it. Like somebody asked for a black therapist and I'll be like, well, you know, there's a directory right here. And I'm like, that is so big. Like, she doesn't even have to like say it anymore. Like almost like, nah, you got to know about therapy for black girls. You don't know about therapy for black girls. I love that. I love that. (laughs) What do you attribute like the biggest boost to like people finding therapy for black girls? The podcast or like just everything in general? I guess everything in general. You you know, I think it really has just been word of mouth. Now, I definitely attribute a lot of that to you um, because you definitely helped to push the podcast to people who maybe hadn't heard it. Um, But people have really just been sharing word of mouth like, oh, I really love this podcast. You should check it out. Or like you mentioned Somebody will say, like, oh, I'm looking for a new therapist. And somebody will say, hey, you know, there's a therapist directory at this website. So it really has just been kind of the community just sharing it. Hmm. Do you find that when people find a directory, they then come over to the, like, podcast? Like, oh, I found the directory and then I found the podcast? Or is more the other I haven't heard that connection so much. But once they get to the website, then it's pretty clearly labeled you know, like a section for the podcast and a section for the directory. So I wouldn't be surprised if people, you know, like looking for a therapist then happen to listen to the podcast. Hmm. I also uh, advertise the directory every podcast episode. So I think probably it's a lot of like, you know, them feeding into one another. 
That is good. And you do advertise. I do appreciate that. I like seeing it everywhere. I've seen your uh-huh. audiograms on Instagram and things. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do love it. And then I had another question about your website because it is really detailed, especially uh-huh. the directory and it's laid out pretty well. Were you mm-hmm. into like websites or who helped you with that when you were starting Therapy for Black Girls? Yeah, so the the base of the directory, I mean, not the directory, the website itself is just a template I bought from like some company online and did it myself. So I'm a little bit of a techie, but not deep enough to be able to do the directory myself. Mm. Um, so the bones of the website are just a template that I filled in the information for. But then once I made the directory, the iteration that you see now, then I did have to hire a developer to, you know, build out that part. That is so smart. I can't imagine what Mm -hmm. your kids are going to be like, because didn't you say your husband helps with the podcast or like he helps the podcast come together? Yeah, my husband is a former radio producer. Um, So so who knew that skill would come in handy down the line in our marriage? Um, He's not still in radio producing. He works, um, you know, in retail and stuff now. But yeah, he, he used to do the um, radio producing for the Coco Brothers show, which was a, a popular gospel um, show here in Atlanta and nationwide, I think. So that has come in really handy. So I can do all of that in-house. Hmm, that is pretty big. So does he, I know, you know, he does your show, but does he do that independently for others? Or is that a service anybody else could inquire that he do for them? He does not, but I told him we maybe need to think about that. I mean, it's a thing, you know, and, um, you know, the NYC radio, they're always looking for a producer and things like that. And so, I don't know, to me, that's a, it's a big thing. It seems like he has skills. I've always appreciated it. Like from listening from the start, I've always been like, this podcast is so put together, you know, from the start, (laughs) she like gets it. Not everybody can, you know, have this like calm thing where the first like episode or season isn't something they would go back and say, oh my God, let's not play that again. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, if it hadn't been for that skill, it probably would have not have taken me very long to realize that was not my forte and to like outsource it anyway, because I'm really surprised like how much editing goes into a podcast episode. Like, and maybe, you know, because he has the radio background, he really takes it seriously. Cause I'm like, my episodes are only like 15 minutes. Why is it taking you like an hour and a half? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he could be making more money off of that. Tell him his skills, his skills could probably be doing a lot more and he don't even know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm probably so stressful to work with. He might not even want to deal with anybody else. Oh, that is cool. So that's cool that his radio <laughs> background came back around and you should absolutely, uh-huh. I feel push him to say that, you know, if he wants to do, you know, independently or pick up other things. I'm sure he could probably find some things on some lists. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So what podcast app do you use? So I use the Apple podcast app most often. Okay. Um, sometimes I will go back and forth between that and Spotify and CastBox, but most often I use Apple Podcasts. Okay. And I was just talking to somebody about Spotify because I was telling them when I sign in now and I do the homepage, there's always something mm-hmm. on top now, like because of the podcast you listened to before or like podcast you might like. And I was like, they're getting, you know, they're getting it together mm-hmm. and like not just their musical recommendations. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Spotify, I think, definitely is an easier, like, user-friendly platform to use, but I don't like the way that the show notes appear in Spotify. Like, there's no spacing, no, like, yeah. everything's just big, one big paragraph, so I don't love the look of that, but everything else to me feels more user-friendly. That's something not everybody cares about. Thank you for bringing that up, Joy. Because I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like leaving SoundCloud. I was just like, it just, it doesn't show up how I need it to show up other places. And I want it to mm. look a certain way. And I was like, even if it just has too much spacing or, you know, whatever, like I just need to be able to just do what I wanted to do and like link up right. and things like that. Like I like the fact that in Apple podcasts and other things, you can see that the link is a different color so you can mm-hmm. press it and, you know, just go straight to whatever else they put in the episode notes. So yeah, episode notes are big to me. Um, yeah. What are a few podcasts you're subscribed to? Oh, I'm subscribed to so many, um, like more than I even have time to listen to. So before January of this year, I had a 45 minute commute both ways to work. Um, And now that I'm like fully self-employed, you know, I only leave the office, leave the house maybe once or twice a week to go to the office. So that has significantly, significantly cut down on my podcast listening time because now the only time I'm really in the car is to drop the kids off to go to school, which is only like a seven minute ride. So I'm subscribed to a lot, but I don't get a chance to listen to a lot. Um, So but I definitely make sure to get the read in every week. Um, So I I try to stick with my schedule of listening to that on Thursdays when it drops. Um, I also listen to Still Processing. Um, That's one of my favorites. Uh, What else? Job Logs, Mm -hmm. I love. Uh, And another one called Pop Life Podcast. Have you listened to that one? I don't know if I've listened to it. Is it like a white background with like uh, uh-huh, on top like of a it? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like their podcast too. Um, what else? Friend Zone, Side Hustle Pro, Dreams and Drive. I mean, again, so many <laughs> that I don't even... <laughs> Hidden Brain is also another one that I listen to pretty frequently. Oh, and that's one we'll talk about a little bit later, the episode that you sent over. Um, Uh Let's see. Do you have, like, I know you've listed, you know, a few that you're subscribed to, but do you have, like, a podcast top five? Like, at this time, would you say, I have, you know, podcasts you've listened to, these are the ones, you know, the top five you probably would recommend or anything like that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the ones probably that I listed, so the read. Um, still processing, hidden brain. What is that? Three? Yes. Uh, hidden brain, pop life podcast, and my taught you. I can't forget that one. My taught you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I think because it doesn't come out with like any like real regularity, I always forget. But whenever there's a new episode, I definitely make sure to listen. Isn't it like that? That's like, it's like a treat. Like, it's coming uh-huh. back. <laughs> when she just said um, she was going back on maternity leave, I'm like, I'm okay with this. You know, if there's not episodes for a while, you know, there is a backlog right. of episodes. I can go exactly. listen to it anytime. It's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Um, we met in person at My Tachi Live last year. Um, exactly. Just to say thank you for hanging out with me. I said it on, did you see, I said it on Twitter a few months ago and she was like, Joy was there. And I was like, it's so funny that, you know, like you're around so many people, but if you're not really even thinking about it to like say, who is in the crowd? I'm like, there was a lot of people right. in that crowd. Yeah. And I didn't get a chance to stay after to, you know, to get a picture or anything with her. So yeah, she probably didn't know that I was there. Oh yeah. That part too. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. if she does something, I was just thinking earlier, earlier today if she she hasn't announced if she is going to do a live show or what are the dates going to be and i'm like i just kind of need to put in a calendar so i can know what else what do i need to block off my time for you know like what if i commit to something else and it's like a week before there's something else or something like (laughs) come on now (laughs) 
I'm like, you know, I want to be there. I was, you know, before I'm like, I'm sure she's going to, at least I hope she has like a networking event or something so people can, you know, talk that comes throughout the event. But I was just like, I know it's going to be fun because that's what she does. So, right. Uh, I'm hoping to go. Do you do any like, well, I know since my leaks thing, like, have you went to any other podcast live shows or anything like that there? Uh, well, you know, I was a guest for the friend zone. Yes, so I, went to I that. saw that. Yeah, that was very cool. But I don't think I've been to any since then. I don't think I don't think there have been any more here. I've seen other things, um, not to podcasts I regularly listen to, but I have seen that there's been a couple of different podcast events. Oh, um, really? Okay. Like Revision Path, who's done like Maurice. Um, he oh. does design and things like that. He did a uh-huh. thing with Facebook. I want to say it was that um, they sponsored a live event. Oh, or something like that. He works with them. Okay. So they did okay. something that worked with that. Um, oh, so, I didn't know anything about it. I need to follow him then because it sounds like he's very well connected so I don't miss any new events. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, that would be a really good connection. I can do that invite if you would like. Um... Oh, nice. Okay. So <laughs> what made you or what podcast made you start listening to podcasts? Like got you into saying, oh, I like podcasts. The Read. And yeah, how did you start listening like to I the read? I didn't even know the podcast existed before the read, I think. Um, well, I followed, I've always followed uh, Crystal and Kid Fury on uh, social. And so I think once they announced it, then I always thought that they were so hilarious. I was mm. like, well, surely I'm going to listen to this thing that they're doing together. And I was like, oh, this is a whole world I didn't know about. So then, of course, that leads you down a rabbit hole of like, oh, there, there's a podcast for literally, literally everything. Okay, that's so cool. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah. You follow the uh-huh. both of them, and it's like, all right, you know, like, what's the next thing you're gonna give to me? I'm right, here. right. That's only the one hour out of the week. I still got all these other hours to fill up. What else could I listen to? And that's exactly how it became. Like when mm-hmm. they started, I'm like, do people pay enough respect to them? Like I. Like, I just don't know that people, I'll say something and people won't know that. I'm like, but you don't know. Like, you don't, you don't yeah. know. Like, you know, what, that what might happened? be a really interesting survey to do, Barry. Like, what's the podcast that started you? Because I know you asked your guests that, but mm. like an even wider mm. um, scope of people. Like, it, I think it would just be cool to hear what podcast got people started listening to podcasts. Because I, I think for a lot a of people, Google it form. would be the read. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like, um, yeah, because I feel like looking at the numbers and stuff, I'm like, they really did a boost. Like, pay respect to my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't even have to love them, but, like, they brought a name to things that many people didn't know, and that's how right. people even know what a podcast is today. Like, even if exactly. you don't like them, like, you know, you know, what it is because of somebody probably Right. Them. So, right. Um, so, you have a podcast, Therapy for Black Girls podcast. What made you start the podcast? Like, what made you say, this is something I kind of want to get into or think I could, you know, do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, after I started listening to so many podcasts, so I was already blogging on the Therapy for Black Girls website, um, but not, like, frequently or consistently, like, just whenever I felt inspired to share something. Um, but then after... <laughs> Right? Like, just whenever. <laughs> um, which, of course, does nothing to, like, really create trust with your, you know, your audience. Like, unless they know that you're not going to be frequent, yeah, you know, you not giving it to them frequently doesn't really do anything. So, um, yeah, I was already blogging, but then once I started listening to so many podcasts, then it felt like, oh, that might be a cool way for me to be able to, like, deliver information also 
Um, so I, I, I think I had always planned to start one, but I think when I started it last year, it was probably earlier than I anticipated. Um, and a large part of that was that I am active on Facebook in a lot of therapist groups. And there is a psychologist in Philadelphia, um, Dr. Melvin Barkey's who does a a course called the Healthcasters, which is like a podcast course for Mm -hmm. people in the helping professions to teach you like, okay, how to pick a topic. And, you know, this is all the like logistics and background stuff of like how to get it uploaded and all that stuff. So once I took that course and I was like, okay, I feel ready to kind of put this thing out there now. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Was there any Uh other podcast resources you use to like start or sustain the podcast? Not really. I mean, I like am obsessively looking at your timeline whenever you (laughs) offer a podcast tips. I feel like that's my continuing education. Like, okay, Barry is sharing these gems. Let me incorporate these things. Um, And I always, you know, and of course you have put me on to so many other things like the Hot Pod newsletter and Pod News and the the, um, NYC audio group and stuff. So, you know, I use those things as resources also. Okay. And... Oh, and just to say, I do love, you know, your show notes and the website and how you have the podcast um, notes set up. And that's what your notes are what made me start putting links on the top of the notes I have on my website on the Mm. episode notes. So like where you have Apple Podcasts, Lisbon, you know, the little boxes, um, you know, like so people can click anything or share anything. And I was like, why wouldn't Mm -hmm. you, you know, just put those there. So once somebody finds this, they can, you know, find other links if that's what they're looking for. So I was like, let me do that. So I (laughs) took that thing and I love the show notes that you put on your show notes, the description of the podcast. And then, you know, um, the description of the podcast as a whole and then the episode and then, of course, links to social media for the guest and for you. So very mm-hmm. detailed. It's inspiring me to do better. I was like, this is a project, but I'm learning <laughs> that, you know, if I'm going to ever consult with anyone to say like, this is a lot of work, you know, it's not just like right. simple, but like you really do have to create systems so that, you know, every episode is not the same amount of work <laughs> that, right. you know, you it can just get a little bit easier with every episode because there's a lot of information that you're putting out. It is. It is. Yeah. And, you know, of, of course, it didn't start like that, right? Like some of that feedback I got from you, like, okay, you know, these things really make it easier for listeners to, you know, so I was like, okay, I, sh- I like that idea. Yeah, let me incorporate that. But you're right. A system really does help. So I have that template saved as a draft in my emails now so that every week I can just upload, whether it's a solo episode or a guest episode, I can just, you know, change a few details around. And then that whole upload process is much easier now than it used to be. That is smart. And what um, I'm learning myself, like I have a Google Doc and that's what I'm learning, Uh how I keep track of different things. I'm like, I've heard more about Trello and I was like, maybe I'll look into systems like that. But I was like, I just had to find a different way. I was doing too much Uh (laughs) per episode, Uh but it's learning. When did you know, like your podcast was taking off? Like, you know, we all do a podcast and, you know, Uh we hope for listeners. But when were you like, oh my God, like, like, did you look at the listener numbers? Like, where did these people come from? Or like, these are thousands of listens. Like what? Yeah. So I think it, the whole thing started off really weird because I think, so I think I released on April 12th. I think that was the date, Mm -hmm. but I think I was planning to release on the 14th. But then somebody, like, put it on Twitter, like, hey, I found this podcast y'all should listen to, like, two days before I was planning to launch. And so I was like, how did (laughs) 
But you know, you have to like upload to Apple and stuff, yeah. you know, to kind of get it in the system. Uh-huh. So it was, of course, already in there. So like somebody like put it out there before I even was planning to officially launch. Wow. But once they did, then I was like, okay, we're just going to go with this day then now. Um, so I think from there, the numbers just like kept growing. And I was like, and I was like, where are these people coming from? Like, what? How are they finding out about the podcast? And it really has just been word of mouth. Like, I feel like I, at some point, really should have some kind of marketing plan or whatever, but I have not had that at this point. It really has just been people telling other people about the podcast and it's spreading like that. Oh, wow. That is pretty big that you've always been word of mouth. I know when we met up um, at the show, you were saying like colleges have been a part of it. and Uh um, They were sharing it there. Well, and I was like, there's so many things people could be doing, you know, like with colleges and all the girls are, you know, all those people in the concentrated space. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, So the podcast you sent over for us to listen to together was Hidden Brain. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of what the episode name was. Um, Summer Melt. I think Melt. it was called Summer Melt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So Hidden Brain, Summer Melt. And I didn't, I don't listen to Hidden Brain on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but this was such an enlightening episode. And it's crazy because right now I'm trying to put together lists for a couple of college students. Um, so mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is just going to go with it. You know, things that they should hear about. I loved this episode. Um, what made you like the episode? So I listen to Hidden Brain pretty much every week. Um, so, you know, for people who may not be familiar with Hidden Brain, it's an NPR podcast. Um, and they kind of, like, break down, like, the psychology behind, like, just everyday kinds of things and, like, bring in all these researchers to talk about it. And it's just always, like, just this new interesting information for me. Um, and so I thought the episode this week was really good just because I had never heard of that concept. So the whole the whole premise of this episode was that um, like they did this study in Boston, I believe, and found that 20 percent of high school like graduating seniors, even when they intend to go to college in the fall, like something happens in that summer between graduation and, you know, starting their first semester, that 20 percent of them don't actually go. And so they have come up with a concept and coined it summer milk. And it talks about, you know, how um, like these little details that depending on your family history, you know, like if you're the first one in your family to go to college Mm -hmm. or you don't have like a support system to be able to walk you through that whole process, like how little things can be missed. And it makes the difference between somebody actually being able to go to college in the fall. That does. And I hadn't, you know, they gave a name to things that I've known about. And I was like, the things they mentioned, they were so, I was like, of course, 17 and 18 year olds don't want to ask for help. You know, things that like they know their parents don't know and they don't know, you know, who else might know or how they should frame something. I'm like, I'm almost 40 years old. I'm 35. And (laughs) I don't like to ask for help of things and I have to force myself to ask for, you know, more help or more details of what somebody means or things like that. So I can imagine that young and thinking about like, you know, the heaviness of college and you know being an adult and like it just can stop you so I was just like that was a neat idea and one thing I noticed is that they were talking about text and I was like I believe the kids text a lot Mm -hmm. so people should be thinking of text things I was like I've talked to a couple of people about doing text things with podcasts and ideas I've had and Mm -hmm. I'm like "Eh, whatever and I'm like 
I think Texas next level. Like I think it's the next level yeah. marketing and the kids are always in their group chats and things like that. So like right. that's where they are anyway. So meet them where they are. So I really like that this episode and the idea they created, um, which was a text bot so that a student can text um, for more questions and the text bot can actually text them and push them, you know, if something isn't correct, like their financial aid or different things they might need to turn in. And it'll say, hey, do you know about this? And then the person can text back and the text bot learns over time. And if it doesn't Mm -hmm. know the answer, a human sees that, researches it, puts it in. So the next time a student asks it, they can just, you know, the text box can answer on its own. So an ever learning thing. I was like, this is so cool. I was like, they should be. It was fascinating. I loved that somebody was creating technology for that because so much technology can be created for evil that somebody was like, we can figure this out, you know? (laughs) Exactly. And I love that it was right here local. It was at Georgia State, which I did not know going into the podcast episode, but I thought that was really cool that, you know, it was a local story also yes at georgia state and that like i like when people feel deeply about things i feel deeply about podcasts and the industry and a couple of things so um when the guy was talking i'm horrible with names but when he was um talking the worked at the school and just saying like the percentages and how they wanted to help and you know mm-hmm. different things they were doing i was like i could see that he really did have a passion behind this like we want to make sure the students are getting here and not just like right. because a number of we should be making money but like why aren't those students making it and we know if they're not making it to college the different lifestyle they might have over time and so i just like right. somebody who cares about changing things and I appreciate mm-hmm. that exactly exactly yeah and he shared too that he had been a first generation college student so he kind of intimately knew the struggle of you know like how easy it was to kind of miss a couple of forms that made all of the difference when he gave those things like having a parent um that needs to sign something and a parent being absent or busy or like you know just other things that can be complicated i'm like i knew so many people in complicated family situations that didn't live with their parents but like you know like the people they lived with didn't necessarily have legal control and it was just like, oh my God, this is speaking uh-huh. to so many people right now. <laughs> it's like, I, I right. understand this. And I'm glad somebody that works in a college or institution is looking to try to solve those kind of problems because I didn't know right. if they really saw those kind of things. So I'm glad that he sees that and, you know, he's working with other people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a great episode. And picking, you pick this episode. I just have to know, like, in picking an episode, do you read the episode notes or, like, when it pops up, you're just like, um, you know, I'm, I can listen to a podcast right now. The last one popped up. I'll just play that. Well, I usually scan the notes for, like, anything, like, beyond the read, because um, I know I'm going <laughs> to listen to that, because I, you know, I know they will give me a cackle no matter what they talk about. I remember um, when I used to sometimes... want more from them as far as episode notes, and that's just never going to happen, so I'm going to take no, my little sentence and go and with why? it. Why do they need to? Because they know you're going to listen anyway. It doesn't even matter. True. Um yeah, but some, so I will look at the episode notes to see, like, okay, do I need to listen now or do I want to listen to something? You know, like, it also depends on my mood. Like, am I interested in learning something right now? Or am I wanting to laugh? Like, what am I wanting to do right now? Mm-hmm. Um, so I will sometimes scan the episode notes to kind of see where they fall in line of listening. That's how I'll do too. Like to me, that's mm-hmm. like, I'll go through my list and I'm like, okay, I'm feeling too like serious today. I need to find something that's going to make me laugh and <laughs> doesn't right. mention like anything about the government and I need somebody right. to take me out of it. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost like mm-hmm. I wish I almost had a list of somebody that started like there's a little signal that said, we don't mention these things. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to this podcast if you would like right. a break, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, 
I think, let's see, is there any podcast that, you know, we've talked about my leak and the top fives and things like that, but mm-hmm. outside of those, is there any podcast that you're like, you should listen to this podcast. I really like this podcast. It doesn't publish a lot. Maybe it does, or it was a series or anything mm-hmm. um, that you would want people to know about. Like I'm always telling people about um, the podcast that historically black, that was like a podcast series. that was mm-hmm. only a few episodes, mm-hmm. but they focus mm-hmm. on different things and involve different. And I'm like, they're not going to publish again, but it's something you can go back and listen to that. I feel like every right. episode I was excited about. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that about pop life podcasts. Um, you know, so it's a pop culture podcast, but they are actual like industry insiders. Mm. And so I feel like they approach things like in a different way than like just, you know, other people might. Um, so Naima Cochran, who is the person behind the music sermon, I'm sure you've seen all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Naima is one of the hosts. Um, and then Jeffrey Sledge, I think works for maybe Columbia, one of the like music um, like he's, I think maybe an A and R, and then uh, Sean, what's Sean's last name? Young, um, who is a part of Mona Me Entertainment. He is Mona Scott Young's husband. Oh, okay. Um, and is a former like you know like head of security for like lots of different talent and stuff. And so I just think that they bring a very different perspective to pop culture. Um, and and they are hilarious together. So to, uh, I think that is that. like a, <laughs> yeah. I, I think don't think I knew though. The people, I guess, necessarily behind it or something to tell me, uh-huh. you know, more about it. But I was like, I love Mona Sky Young. I would love to hear, you know, about her husband. She mentioned that. Yeah. Do you listen to Yes Girl podcast? Um, she yes. was on there a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, yes, everything. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I missed that episode. I'll have to check that one out then. I didn't know she was on there. Um, yes. So love that. Okay. Um, so I will listen to that. You have sold me on Pop Life. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today, Joy. You're welcome. Thank you for me. Thanks for listening to another episode of Podcasts in Color, the podcast. I will see you in two weeks.